Today's episode of Bachelor Party is brought to you by State Farm. State Farm agents know that in life, anything can happen. You might buy your dream car on impulse or come to a broken-in apartment. Maybe say yes to a proposal from your significant other and start a family. Or find yourself in a fender bender when you least expect it. Whatever happens when it comes to home and auto insurance, State Farm agents are there to help. And with over 19,000 agents in neighborhoods across the U.S., there could be one just around the corner. So contact an agent today because no matter what neighborhood you're from or whatever stage of life you're in, Check out statefarm.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. State Farm, talk to an agent today. Welcome to The Right Reasons. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Hey, buddy. I missed you last week. You know what? It's- we tried to make it happen. Yeah, we tried a lot of times. Scheduling didn't work out. I was very busy. You were very busy. I yeah. was traveling with yeah. three children. It's cool. And I just was living my life being busy, you know? I'm, I may not may not have three kids, but I, I got Did you mean to, to say, welcome to the right reasons? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Because this is like bachelor party two. Yeah. It's bachelor, bachelor party side chick. It's yeah. the B-side. But we also actually, we did a we did a bonus batch yesterday. We did, we've already done one and a half batches this week, so it's good. We're, I'm we're happy good. to be your B-side chick anytime. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. So we did miss an episode last week. It was the culmination mm-hmm. of the Miami trip. It was a whole lot of nothing, kind of, except for the dress If you're going to miss a week, if you're going to miss a week of Vanderpump, that was the one to miss. Yeah, I agree. Everything that was going to happen in Miami already happened in Miami, so it was more just like the residual aftershock of the fights. Which wasn't that big a deal. We got a good scene. I feel like they know when they're dressed up in drag or dressed up as old people as they were in this episode. For those of you that are listening that didn't watch it, weird. But um, they, I think they stage a fight every time just because it's fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And I, I do think the fall, the fallout or the ongoing fallout between Kristen and, and the other witches of WeHo is real. But they definitely amp it mm-hmm. up for the cameras. Because, like, no one, no one likes going to a sit-down dinner and, like, having a fight with the person next to them. Not even me. And I like awkwardness and I like fighting sometimes. But, like, not even I, I want that. I remove myself from the table and be like, let's just do this somewhere else. Let's yeah. go outside. 100%. And I, and I also think that the the Tom, Tom um, late-night, drunken, dressed-up-as-old-people conversation was there's rooted in reality. Sure. It's rooted in reality. I feel like Tom Sandoval does carry most of the Tom Tom weight at... Tom Tom. However, I believe that the amount of weight out of if there's a if there's a, 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 a hundred points of weight to, to make Tom Tom happen, how much do you think of that lies on the shoulders of Schwartz and Sandoval? I mean, like a, a total seven percent, like not that much. I think they're essentially marketing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's really what they are. They're like they're like marketing. They're there because people are there because they want to take Instagram stories of them being there with them. Yes, I totally agree. They're the marketing budget. Has value that yes. has a lot of value. I'm not saying that that is not have. I I drove by Tom Tom this weekend in Los Angeles and I was like, too bad they're closed. I would love to go in there and <laughs> it. And I passed a lot of bars while I was driving around Los Angeles. Did not feel that way about any of them. Um, I drove past it earlier this week too, and I was just like, yeah, that's the spot. That's that's the mecca of West Hollywood now. It's yeah, kind of cool. It, it really is. It, it is really cool. Is. But I also just think Tom Sandoval is one of those people who is really noisy about how hard they're working. And I don't mm. care for those kinds of people. I'm like, just take no. care of your shit. And when there's a problem, let me know. But like the best kind of person is one who just take, handles it and gets it done and like doesn't show you how they're sweating. Life lesson for everyone listening to this that works in a real place, not Tom Tom. Mm-hmm. 
being the annoying Sandoval, look how hard I'm working, this is so hard, actually gets you farther in your career, which is one of the most annoying traits of corporate America. It really is. Because I'm so very annoying. much a don't let them see you sweat type of person. You remember all the years we worked at Grantland, I held the video and audio department together and tried to make it look, look easy. Totally. You're, you are the definition of a don't let them see you, don't let them see you sweat kind of guy. Yes. In, it's in also a your work, approach in to a work environment. In a work environment. Basketball environment, very sweaty. Very sure. sweaty. That's how you are as a dad, though, as well. You're just like, I got this. Here's what we're doing today. Yeah, but I complain to my wife all the time about it. I've been with you on the ferry. Yes, that's the way you roll. Not the way Tom Sandoval rolls, though. No, no at all. not the way Sandoval rolls. The weirdest and, like, most Vanderpump thing about last week's episode, which they showed in the teaser or the, the last time on this week, was the dress-up. I mean, the old guy dress-up was so absurd. Like, to, I, I bet they spent, like, a lot of money on that. And then I would never apply anything to my face so that I couldn't take off myself. Well, I mean, that was actually one of the more interesting storylines was I did notice in Tom and Ariana's room, they had like big shipping boxes, kind of like from U-Haul. Yeah. And they had, I think they had packing slips on them. And I was like, oh, all of this stuff, like the outfits and the and the the, uh, the the wigs and everything was shipped there in a box by like a true Hollywood costume department. I believe they were also flown out there. And then they, I remember, I think her name was Violet, the makeup artist was like, when you come home, call me because I'm staying in this hotel and I will remove this for you. Yeah. And they, for they people that care about their skin the way that Jax and Tom and Tom do, I'm shocked they did not use Violet at the end of the night. I have to say, I think they're aging well given how much they drink. Oh, sure, given how much they drink. But also, like, I, I think that Tom Sandoval cares more about his skin than I would say. I mean, he's not, if, if not top 1%, he is top 0.1%. <laughs> He shaves his forehead. I, I agree. Yeah, we've seen him. We've seen him do like they have, they have face routines before they go to bed like my wife does. Yeah, sure. It's smart. I need to get into a good face routine. I don't have one. I do not have a face routine. I, I do know. not whatsoever. Me neither. I need to work Once on Once in a while, it. I will splash cold water on it because that makes it feel good and then wipe it off with a towel and then go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great, a great night. The towel has not been washed for like two months either. <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> That's so gross, Jacoby. Sorry. Oh, God. Safe space. I thought yeah, it was a safe space. It is a safe space with many people listening, like 10 of them. Um. Anyway, they, they just came home. Kind of like Miami trip, trip ended with a whimper. Whatever. It did. They're back. It did. It's fine. It's pride. Yeah. And then this week was pride. So just to set up pride a little bit, I was shocked when James Kennedy referenced the terrible, terrible things he said about Katie and said, and that was just a year ago in real time. I was happy they played back what happened because it was actually meaner than I recalled. It was like, oh yeah, it oh was, I remember it being mean. It was really mean. I really felt for Katie, and a lot of people hate Katie. I think out there, but for, I don't. And what do you mean? Is I that think, a thing? Yeah, people don't like Katie. I mean, she's she's not the most vibrant personality on the show. Like I don't, you know, I think if you were like drafting them in a pickup game, Katie wouldn't go first. But there's not that much negative about Katie. I think she is just like not that nice and she's particularly mean to Kristen and I don't know, but I, I like her. I've never had a problem with her, yeah, but a lot of people don't like her. her. I like her, but um, it was really mean. DJ James Kennedy is really mean. It's But on the other hand, it's really hard to genuinely dislike someone who has the fucking gall to wear a white Kanye bathrobe. Oh, it was such a it, the thing about that bathrobe. It's not an L.A. bathrobe. That's very much an East Coast bathrobe. It's very thick. Very, very thick and absorbent and blue and just like you could tell he wasn't comfortable. Because if you remember, Pride looked really hot that day. Yes, really. Like hot. what time of the year is Pride? That looked like mid-July. Yeah, that looked like mid-July Los Angeles. 
And LA is dry heat. It's a very comfortable city to live in. The, the, the LA weather has been well documented as being some of the best on the planet. And yet, and, and yet, on a you really hot say, day, it can bake you. You always say the weather's still underrated here. Underrated. Oh yeah, it'll change everything. And that was, that was one of those LA days where I was like, God, that feels that must feel great out there. Yeah. Like Palm Springs is too hot. I hate LA Palm is not too hot. Absolutely hate Palm Springs. That's a, that's a wrong take. We can have that debate on a different podcast, but okay. that is absolutely incorrect. <laughs> okay, whatever. And wrong. Whatever. But it was a very hot day. So, you know, he's like, I have to wear my white Kanye bathrobe because this season they're kind of trying to cut me out of it. Yeah. And they haven't done a lot of shots, a lot of shoots in my home. So this is the only one. So I will get my white yeah. Kanye embroidered. And if you didn't see the episode, it's a, it's an, a royal blue because he's a king. It is a very, very thick and yellow embroidered white Kanye in so, a bad font. I think, you know, I love a personal monogram. I have no problem mm. buying them for myself. Mm. Big question. Did James buy that for himself or was it a gift from Raquel or someone else? Raquel doesn't know how to spell Kanye, so she's off. <laughs> and if it is definitely 100% positively James Kennedy. I don't think anyone else has called James Kennedy white Kanye besides white Kanye. I, for, I forgot that he was white Kanye, to be honest. You did? Yeah. Oh, I, I'll never forget I that. I had forgotten. I, I don't Every know. Every studio session. It's just like so funny. <laughs> Every studio session, he is white Kanye. Um, I love it. It's so it's so good. Anyway, James is back because he gets to DJ at um Tom Tom for yep. uh Pride. And James being back was the wonderful because it meant that my favorite thing that's ever happened in the in the Vanderpump Rules cinematic universe was brought up, which is James and Lala had to address the Fofty situation with Randall and Fifty Oh my Cent. gosh! Oh my gosh! I'm so happy! I'm so happy! Before we get into Fofty, which is oh, oh my god, perfect! Like one of the best things that happened in 2019. One of my office friends, because you know I'm always best friends with the people that are next to me in the office, yourself yeah. included. Yeah. She, we talk about Vanderpump Rules so much, or at least I do, that she is starting again from episode one, season one. Oh, wow. So I'm getting to like live it again. There's so many people and things you forget, like Miami girl and like, and this other girl Jax was dating early on. And she's like, it was like season two. She's like, I just met James Kennedy or season three, maybe. She's like, I just met James Kennedy. He got fired from Sir. And in the back of my head, I'm like, that's going to happen. The first time. <laughs> every other episode. Yeah. It's like, it's like he's going to get fired from Sir so many times. In fact, last week he was fired from Sir in 2020. So he is back. But continue because we need to talk on Fofty. It just, it's so good. So um, basically what happened was back in April of last year at the end of 2019, um, 50 Cent posted all these texts on, on Instagram between him and Rand. Lala's man and um, he posted all of them and it was not flattering for at all for for Rand basically oh, so you, hold on I have to interject here okay you don't follow 50 cent on Instagram do you no oh see I do this is he went through a phase first of all he is an excellent excellent social media mastermind okay like Cool. He uses social media innately. Like he didn't go, he didn't go to college for this. He just has a real feel for what's going to work. And one of, he went to this phase of collecting debts. So he would just, whatever sort of person with, whether any level of fame, whether they were a huge rapper or Randall, who you need to Google and like go to page three to figure out anything about the man. You, um, he was just collecting his debts on Insta. And he once turned his attention to Rand, who I believe is some sort of tertiary producer on Power, right? Yeah, he was. He, I think the implication is Fifty Cent got him a job on Power, and now now we know Rand works 
is is actually like a quasi successful producer. He worked on The Irishman. He was he and Lala were sitting adjacent to Meryl Streep at the SAG Awards. They went to the Oscars, all that. And um, here are some of the the texts. I mean, they were iconic. The most famous one is, "I'm sorry, Fofty. I'm heading to the emergency room. I'm not doing well. Please don't text me anymore. I'm sorry for everything. This is too much for me. I'm so hurt and not feeling well." And oh, it just so became a meme, say. and it was so fucking funny. Fofty, he started referencing himself as Fofty in conversations that had nothing to do with Rand later on. Like, he just took that on as a new moniker. Like, you know, rappers just add monikers. He took on Fofty. And here's the thing. He made an I'm sorry, Fofty t-shirt that he sold. They sold 10,000 shirts. Yeah, Yeah, but they should have sold more. It was a limited run of 10,000, like Nike puts out sneakers. And here's another thing is, if 50 Cent, Curtis Jackson, jokingly texts you, semi-serious about money you owe him, you get to the point where that shakes you to your core that you go to the emergency room and you're not doing well. Not doing well. I don't want to work with that person, you know? (laughs) Like Isaac is producing producing this podcast and if the levels get a little squirrely in the middle of the podcast, then like Tom Schwartz making a cranberry vodka, he just runs out of the room. So he's like, you know what? Maybe this isn't for you. Like Rand, Hollywood's going to get a lot weirder than this and people are going to put pressure on you a lot more than 50 Cent posting about you owing him, you know, $20,000, $20,000, like maybe this is an emergency room worthy stuff. Just throwing that out there, Rand. No disrespect. So funny. And also like no one believed it. It's just, it was an incredible, incredible situation. And over time I began to believe they like were playing it up just for the attention. But at, in the moment it was great. And then it seemed like Lala really validated the, that it was like embarrassing for her and Randall because what happened was she had just unblocked James. We saw them in the music studio. Mm-hmm. And then she had to re-block him because James like joined in on the fun, posted on social media, like making fun of Randall. So Lala blocked him again. And that like validates this whole Fofty affair to me. So I appreciate knowing about it. I have to disagree with you about a few things. Number one, okay. Randall and 50 Cent were not in cahoots with each other in that. That was very much a private conversation that became public that Randall scrambled and did whatever he had to do to pay 50. And then maybe they might have sort of like done some tongue in cheek, like okay. we made up. I agree posts. with that. Because if this was bad for Randall, and Randall was legitimately shook when Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. He's not was doing well. He's heading to the things. hospital right now. He was headed to the <laughs> hospital right there. Was he really though? Like, can we look up medical records? Like, I do not believe that he ever went to the emergency room and they could go to that window or whatever. They're like, so what's going on? And he was like, listen, 50 Cent's trying to shake me down for 40 grand. Like, and I'm having a panic attack. Like, dude, here's the Xanax. Go away. Yeah, seriously. Go to bed. Take a nap. Percocet. Molly, Molly, Percocet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Um, yeah. I, okay. I agree with that. But I just think over time, like they all leaned into it and it became like a bit they were into. But yes. at, at the, at, when it first started, it was real. It was real that well, 50 Cent was airing out Randall's dirty yes. laundry. And I have a lot to say about this topic. So okay. buckle up. I'm ready. Hit me. <laughs> Number one, I have a lot of life philosophies, mottos, just sort of like, you know, just sort of like a, the Ten Commandments of David Jacoby. One I of do which, too, and I think that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why we get along. You know, yes. I love you know one, one of the many. One of the many. Yes. You're about to say I love you, and you cut, and I cut you off. I love you, man. I don't. I don't like to get close to people. It makes me cry. That's not true. Okay, I know. carry on. I'm just saying things. Um, one of my commandments is you can be mean if you're funny, right? Uh huh. Like you can be mean if it's like worth it for the joke. But James Kennedy's post was terrible. Terrible. Wasn't funny. He's, I think he's, I, I mean, they showed it quickly. I never really saw it in real time. I think he's holding up a shoe to his ear like a phone, right? And asking for one of his friends for money via caption quote. Am yes, I wrong? That's correct, I believe. That's the joke? Yeah. 
that's the whole bit. I'm going to hold a shoe up to my ear and pretend it's a phone and then ask for money from a stranger. Hard to believe James is not funny. Who would have seen that coming? Yeah. He's funny when he's mean. He, when he's drunk, though. It was definitely yeah. a sober joke, and so it didn't work out. Did not play. Did not play, and he didn't really have an excuse for it. You know? He just no. was like, I'm sorry. He didn't even, like, try to play it off in a smart way, though. He, it was just a total whiff. He didn't, it he, really was. It was he, terrible. He didn't know what he was doing. It was, it was, I, I just enjoyed that, that Lala blocked him again as a result of that. Absolutely. And, and then we have Sober James, right? Yes. And he's got this gig at TomTom, Pride. It's his set. And people that are DJs, I'm not a DJ, but their set is, like, very important to them. You know what I mean? That's, that's, the, that's the noun that they use. Like, did you see my set? Come yeah. see my set. My set went pretty well. My set didn't go that good. He, during his set, he's supposed to be sober. Lisa, un, under a couple conditions under which James Kennedy could go, DJ there. One of which, that man cannot have a drink. Yeah. How'd that go, Juliet? It did not pan out. He didn't even really try to hide it. No. But I, you know, if you're going to get a sneaky drink on the side, Max is the guy to ask. Yeah, of course. Max Max doesn't give a shit. Max, like, do whatever you want, man. He's it was, He totally doesn't care. The way he asked, though, he's like, Hey man, it was like in the middle of a set, and he's got this little like like listening to the beat rock back and forth while he talks thing. He's just like, "Yeah, I need a drink, like um, some soda water with lime, and, uh, and a little something, a little something." <laughs> we know what that is. It's called a vodka soda, dude, and the vodka's at front for a reason. Not called a soda lime and vodka. Soda That's lime not what it's and called. vodka. That does I'll take a good, soda though. lime vodka. It's like no, dude. Just ask for a vodka soda. I feel like in, you know? in London they might call it a, a soda lime and vodka or something like that. <laughs> Maybe. By the way, did you catch that Weho. that really close up shot on the Casamigas cup? Of course I did. I was just like, okay, everybody, let's get paid with this product yeah, placement. George Clooney's making some money. That's Clooney, isn't Clooney, it? Clooney, yeah, Clooney, Clooney. and Gerber. So Amal, Amal is making some money off of off of Vanderpump Amal Rules. and Cindy are eating tonight. Yes, they are sitting <laughs> together, raising yeah. a glass of Casamigos to James Kennedy breaking his sobriety at like n- before noon on Pride Day. So so rough. And then Lala just straight up calls him out on it. She was just like, "What you want to taste my drink? Can I it's taste not yours?" Fair. It's yeah. just not. It's not fair to have sober Lala in this. It's like sober Zion Lala. in college last year. Yeah. It's just not fair. Yeah, sober Lala is really hard to keep up with. I mean, she has she has the moral superiority pretty much all the time. Oh, she's on moral high ground at all points. Like during that weird um, dinner table fight that from the previous episode, Lala's yeah. just got this look on her face. Like, what are you doing? If you're in a morality fight. Just find Lala, because then you'll be on the higher ground. Yes. And she was also like, remember Britney? <laughs> like, I don't want to go back to the previous episode, but like Britney got involved. And somehow people were taking shots at Britney. Lala's like, what are you guys doing? This is her bachelorette party. And she's Britney. Like, I know. what are we mad at her for? I don't and you're know. Like, you're right, Lala. She's it's like, it's almost like she's wearing like a, a judge's gown in a courtroom. It's like yes. we all just look to her and she has a gavel. And like you can squabble amongst yourselves, but if she hits that gavel to the table, everyone has to listen, like E.F. Hutton. We found our new go-to drink for enjoying this Bachelor and Vanderpump season. Bud Light Seltzer, 5% alcohol, 100 calories, and it comes in four flavors. People are loving this black cherry. I heard it's one of the best in class. And most importantly, does it taste good? It sure does. Pick up a variety pack and try it for yourself. James just makes things worse by getting drunk and then like verbally accosting his girlfriend on the phone saying or her what voicemail. Was that? 
What so was Ra- that? Raquel misses his DJ set. Raquel like misses everything this episode, but more on that in a second. And he calls her and he curses her out and he's like, where the fuck are you? What What's wrong with you? And like, that's an immediate breakup. Like even sober, even if you're drunk, like that's not the kind of thing you can just apologize for. I that's do an, not. An, that's an I immediate do not talk breakup. to Joey Jacoby that way. You'll be no. shocked to hear this. I do not talk to Joey Jacoby this way whatsoever. And no, like, I think I've got it, what he says. Like, oh, yeah. He, say, he says, go F yourself. Yeah, go F yourself. And it's like, that's your girlfriend, dude. Your and also, girlfriend. like, just, just some context. If you didn't see the episode again, weird. But, like, there's a, the main stars, quote, unquote, stars of Vanderpump Rules are on the in the parade. It's the pride parade. So it's you their tr- you don't you don't trot out the barbacks. You know what I mean? Like you trot out the people yeah. that are on the show. Yeah. So the, the 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 restaurants are staffed, it's all planned, and Raquel's on the parade. Do you know what parades are? You're in a car, but you're going very slowly. You know what I mean? Like, yes, very like, slow. Like, the Tom sidecar is moving like at a glacial pace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you it's you're not zooming through the streets of Hollywood. You know what I mean? It's just so Raquel can't control when she gets there or not, but also time management, not Raquel. Not her strong suit. suit. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely yeah. not. But like, James, like you're a bad person. How are you comfortable being this kind of drunk in the world? Sometimes I get drunk and the next day, I have so much anxiety about, like, regretting my drunk behavior. And I would never do, like, one-sixteenth of the shit that that James does. I'm just, like, worried about being annoying. He's telling his girlfriend to go fuck herself, and he's, like, not reevaluating everything in his life. That's a serious problem. I don't think it's an alcohol-related thing. Oh, that's not true. I don't think it's a purely alcohol-driven thing. I think that he's got psychological issues, childhood trauma, things going on. That, and he used alcohol to no. See, I think he. Survive. I think he had a few drinks. Like I don't think he was slammered like coked up James. I just think that like after a few, when he starts to get loose, it unlocks. It activates like some of this part of his personality where he will, literally, like the only person that would stand by him on the planet, like literally that person. He says, "Go fuck yourself," because she's not there to what listen to your DJ set, my guy, in a she's packed like, bar. Bloop, bloop. Pushing buttons. Yeah, blue, yeah. Blue. like you want me to listen to you transition from like some other producer to another good DJ's track to another good DJ's track and like put my hands up in the air like I don't care like that's not it's, it's not exactly like you're you're having surgery you know what I, I mean know. I need to drive you home like I know. this isn't real life support it's me listening to you play other people's music and then talking to the microphone about how dope you are White Kanye come on. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. And he's just, he's a dick. I James sucks. Like, he's kind of entertaining on TV, but, like, you know, it's important to remember this dude's an asshole. He's got issues. He does have issues. But, like, another thing is, like... So does Raquel, though. Why does she get back together with him? So, like, that's at least, like, a, a one-week timeout if you're, if you're not going to go full breakup. I just don't, I don't get it. Oh, so how does she react? Oh, he, we don't even see them making up. They don't even show that. And she's yeah, just like, she it's okay. Yeah, she rushes over. Yeah, she rushes over. We don't see the apology. We just see them like being okay and her and her explaining it away. It's really bad. It's a toxic relationship. And then we see James. Oh, James. James. Don't go over to Lisa's table, my guy. He's an idiot. Don't do it. Don't do it. Lisa's got the prime table at TomTom Tom by the window. It's very hot out, but you can still keep your eye on the festivities outside and the line and feel like you're part of the outside party and part of the inside party. Great table. Ken's there. Ken's such a sport from wearing this ridiculous stuff that he wears. What about you know? Jiggy? Jiggy had to wear some ridiculous stuff, oh, too. It's time out, time out, time out. That wasn't Jiggy, girl. It wasn't? That's Puffy. Oh, my God. I don't think Jiggy's coming out the house. I have dog face blindness. Jiggy is coming out of the house, I think. Okay, but Puffy looks a lot like, I, you know what? How do I explain this? Like, I have dog uh, face blindness, so I don't know. I, I'm not an authority on this. Yeah, it's like it's like when the Chiefs had Alex Smith 
And they're like, Patrick Mahomes, like, you're going to sit out this season, but, like, it's just get dog. ready to come in. Yeah. Because that's what Puffy is to Jiggy. Like, Puffy looks at Jiggy, Jiggy looks at Puffy, and they both know how this is going to pan out over time. <laughs> Alex Smith, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you've got a long career ahead of you in the XFL. Maybe. It's just the whole thing was which is ridiculous. But I'm glad you brought up Lisa and like her role with these people as like a leader because I want to talk about this Ariana situation. This was the absolute oh. weirdest part of the episode, which I did not care for and breaks a lot of my rules, personal code of reality TV. Reality TV and talking about it for the yeah. record. Like I don't have reality TV code, but like doing this podcast, I'm like, oh, how do we discuss this? So I'm going to give you the floor. I'm ready. I'm ready. So Ariana says that she's depressed and she tells Lisa that she has, she she they basically say that she needs to find some reasons to get out of bed in the morning and put on makeup and brush her hair and like feel good. So Ariana seems like she's struggling with depression and that's really serious. I feel for her and I think it's, Something that I hope I hope she is working through currently. I don't know on her current state, but it's come up a couple times this episode, this season so far. Mm-hmm. And we've seen her consistently go to Lisa with these problems, which and, and to say it's a problem is also like just almost too dismissive. I, I don't it's I don't want to be dismissive at all. I think it's really serious and it's a condition. It's a yeah. condition and it's a struggle, and I feel for her. However, I don't think going to Lisa is the answer. And I don't think using these like setup sit-downs with Lisa or picking up more shifts at Sir is the answer. Like, I'd prefer to see Ariana doing something off-camera, so I'd prefer to not see it at all, where she's getting the help that she really needs, which is seeing a therapist or maybe going to group therapy or just getting resources and strategies to feel better. Maybe that even includes medication. Like, I don't know because I'm not a, I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, and neither is Lisa. And as far as I know, none of the neither of the producers of the show. And so it's pretty uncomfortable and irresponsible to be navigating Ariana's depression this way. And it's irresponsible, I think, for her because I'm worried she's not getting the help that she needs. And it's also irresponsible to suggest that, like, your boss could be the, the, the solve there. That's actually not a good solution. And I find it uncomfortable to watch. It reminds me of, like, all the times on MTV when Dr. Drew was like trying to help the team moms. And it's like, dude, you're hosting a TV special and talking for 10 minutes in public. Like, yes. that's not the answer. And this is a very serious thing. I mean, d- depression affects like a huge, a huge percentage of the population. And I think that to address it is one thing, but to address it in this manner and to suggest that like picking up a couple shifts a week at Sir is going to be like the solve. And I th- also think that you have to look at it from like a producer standpoint. I think they're trying to bring a little like gravitas and weight to the program and and sort of like show that these people are just like you and have real lives and that's fine. But if you're a producer, you're saying, if I'm a depressed person watching this, right. Am I, am I helping them by saying it's, it's good to discuss it by the way that that she discusses it and tries to solve it just seemed counterintuitive to how I would want someone suffering from this condition to do so. Yeah. And I just think that like, Reality TV is not is not really a good forum for no. work, working through your depression. So honestly, Ariana, I really hope you're feeling better. I hope things are getting better. I hope that you're getting the treatment that you need. And I I hope we don't have to continue watching this on, on the show this season because it's not appropriate. Yeah, and I also think that maybe she is battling with depression, but like at some point you have a conversation with the producers, and the producers like, okay, like we're going to use this as a storyline in the show. I think it'd be good for you. I think you can help people. And like I think everyone's intentions are in the right place. Yes, but like even if she's through it, she kind of has to like. There is an element to everything they say and do that is fake, right? Yes. Everything, every single thing. I think the fights are somewhat based in reality, but not 100%. 
So it's somewhat fake. And I feel like this is an issue that's serious enough that I don't want to bring the fakeness and acting part of reality TV into it. I agree. And I do think there's a lot of value in her acknowledging that she has depression. And I think there's a lot of value in acknowledging that, like, you can seem like you have, like, this glitzy, glamorous life Mm. and still feel really feel and still be prone to depression. Like that actually is definitely valuable. And Money, fame. Yes. Doesn't um, solve home, it all. Relationship. Yeah. Like she's checking all of the life boxes, but yet she still doesn't feel like herself. And I think that that is an important message. It's a nice message to put out there, but just totally. like this show, this way, this environment, these two people, it doesn't, it doesn't feel appropriate. I completely agree. On the flip side, one thing that happened to Ariana this week, which kind of like went under the radar, but I was like, huh, that's new and that's cool. I don't think Ariana has ever said on the show before, I'm bisexual. And, and, uh, you know, it was kind of like implied, also like doesn't really need to be discussed, whatever. It's up to her. She obviously hooked up with Lala in the car with Sandoval driving. But she was like, I'm bisexual. This is my first pride as a B. And I thought that was cool. Good job, Ariana. I thought so too. I don't want to say good job. It's not like she accomplished something, but like, it's just cool that it was just a pretty minor part of the episode. She just kind of said it. We all moved on, but I just wanted to acknowledge it because I thought it was like, I thought it was a, a nice moment. And she, she actually related to the audience when she did so by being like, every year I'm at this thing being pride. And she's like kind of in the closet. Yeah. And I think pride of all environments is a place where it's like, baby, we're accepting of everything. Like totally. You don't have to be fully down the middle by. You know what I mean? But if there's a part of you and like you feel it and like just be you and that's you. To use your term, sexy flexy. Flexy sexy. Sexy flexy. Flexy sexy. Flexy, flexy sexy. sexy. Yeah, she's very much flexy sexy. It's cool. I will say, like, there's so much to make fun about these people. And like, so obviously that's what we do. I have to say this week kind of made me remind me that like, oh, these are all like pretty, like generally open-minded people. And I was like, that's nice. Although next week when we have to do next with Brittany, week, Brittany and Jax's pastor. We'll get, we'll get there at the end of this. But like, I, I do want to make a hard transition to something that was really fun. And it's just okay. Ra- Raquel's time management. Oh my God, Raquel. So she's on the parade. She's late to go see DJ James Kennedy set. She gets White there. Kanye. White Kanye. Sorry. I don't know. DJ White Kanye Kennedy set. And she gets there and then white Kanye goes over to talk to Lisa and Lisa's like, where's Raquel? He's like, Oh, she's over there. And he's like, well, why isn't she at sir? He's like, she doesn't have to work at sir. And it's just, he's like digging himself in this hole. And she's like, I know who has to work at sir. First of all, no, you don't Lisa. You barely know your own shoot schedule for your like four reality TV shows. And then, and then he lies right to Lisa's face for just lie straight up straight up lie right to her face like no she's not back there like my guy you just said she was back there 20 seconds ago unless she like s- climbed out of an air vent you're lying okay and then Raquel gets to sir yes she does and Peter was like we needed you three hours ago not right now in the sit down where he can barely keep a straight face like that was so so fake yeah, Peter's not the the, the best thespian out there. No, he's not. Then she was like, "Is it does it make a difference if I work right now?" And he just doesn't respond. Yeah, it's like, yes, it like, does. No. We're slammed, and it's pride. And this whole this and whole he show, says no. Yeah, the whole show, all they complain about is how understaffed they are. And here's someone who literally works at the restaurant, being like, "Do you want me to work now?" And they're like, "Nah, we're good." It's like, wait a second. Wait a second. You're telling me you don't want her in there right now? First of all, in real life, the second she shows up, he's like, "Get your uniform on. Get out here." That's how real life works. You know, you have the conversation after the shift is over or literally like the next day. You don't go to the back to like have a sit down. Yeah, it's like, Peter, you shouldn't have time to be like yelling at one of your employees right now. Like, just deal with it later. There is no busier day at that restaurant. Make them wait in limbo. That's a harsh punishment is to make them scared. Yes, very much so. (laughs) 
Peter that is sucks. A, that is a really good, that's a really good management technique, though. It's like, you know I'm mad at you, but we're not going to talk about it. You're going to suffer for like a day. You're mad. We'll discuss it tomorrow. That sucks. It really does. Oh, my God. Raquel, I, Raquel and I just have no interest. She's not even fun. She's just like ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, let's talk about Sheena versus Dana, the fight that carries on a pace. And Sheena crying about not being jealous so, okay, a couple of things. First of all, at the beginning of the episode, Sheena and Danica and Brett and a couple other people go to Lisa's home, Villa Rosa, to make signs for pride. It's like they're going mm-hmm. over to their camp counselor's like bunk and they bring the markers to like work on these signs. Yeah, and it's like, that's, why? That's always what I do is I always get in my car in LA traffic and drive 90 minutes to some remote hilly location to like make a sign for a party tomorrow. Remember that time that we all went to Bill's house to make some signs? Oh, wait, we would never do that. That's insane. (laughs) It's just insane. But they're obviously doing it for the show. And part of it is Lisa Uh, confronting Sheena about her treatment of Dana. And I got to say something. Yeah. I think I love Dana. I like Dana, too. I I really like Dana. So Dana notably doesn't like to wear bras, but she looked really great in that pink bra top. So Dana, maybe reconsider. She did. Yeah. Made her look good. Well, I think she's like, I I don't wear bras unless Under shirt. Yeah, unless I'm the only shirt. wearing a bra. Yeah. But I think Dana's like, she's direct. She's sexy. She's funny. She's got a great speaking voice. Yeah, she's smart. Nice eyes. Like, yeah, she's she, great. She's, I kind of like Dana. Okay. Like, she said she had a day job. What is her day job? V- v- yo, I thank you for bringing that up. Because I was like, hold up. Wait a second. They didn't edit that out? I know. You have to edit that out. Like you, would, you do what not use that bite. You do not use that bite. No, I want to suspend disbelief. I want to believe that Dana eats, sleeps, and breathes her job at Sir, and she wants to be a lifer like Jax. Like that is what I want to believe. The idea that she is like an assistant at a production studio in like Santa Monica all day long, and then like twice a week is 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 at Sir. No, that's not what I want to believe. I know. I just was like, what? What is she doing then? Like, what are her? What are the other things? Like, we know she's a stand-up comedian. That is definitely not during the day. That is not a day job. That's in no, the no, evening, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. That's um, like once a month, and you have to bring five friends. No. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah. I'm just like, what? What is her job though? Like, is it like an Audrina situation where she does? Yes, that's what. I, that was what I was modeling that entire thing after. But yeah, Cajote Studios or whatever, and like says hello to people that come in. Yeah, exactly. maybe orders lunch. Exactly. Like the great, the great job from the hills. I mean, I, I have a lot of questions about it, but that was really weird to me. And I was like, okay, they're really having a hard time threading the needle between creating the the real world of, of the show and the real world of outside of the show. Yeah. Because if we're going to, if we're going to sort of like, that's not the fourth wall, it's more just like the doggy door to the fourth wall. Yeah. If we're going to open up the doggy door to the fourth wall, then like, let me in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what else is going on in these people's lives? Like, what is her day job? Do a one shoot there. It's like, let round out her personality. Does she have friends? Where did she grow up? Where did she go to college? Like, like if, like, did if she go to college? If we're going to, well, we know, we know Danica did, but That's if, true. if we like, if, if you're going to do this producers and editors, you can't just kind of slip it in there. You know what I mean? It's like being like a, on a, like an eighth date. And they're like, yeah, I was married for a while, but now I'm not anymore. But anyways, let's go on. It's just like, wait, what? Like, What? Along these lines, another thing that's become really clear is that Brett, who Sheena hooked up with and allegedly works at Sir Tom Tom, I can't remember. He's just Lisa's trainer. And she was like, let's mm. put him on the show. Because oh, every a time reason, they girl. every time they talk about Brett, they're like, Yeah, Lisa's trainer. And then he, he he's just her trainer. I guess he's attractive. I guess they wanted to put him on the show for that reason. I don't know. But oh, he's no, not no, no. You're he's not it. a real um hospitality services guy. 
I think what's happening is Brett and Max's previous tweets have had them revisit the edits. And I believe that Max, they could not remove, right? But not Brett, fully, yeah. Brett, I feel like they've just said, like, like, let's just take as much Brett out of this as possible. I haven't seen Brett's previous tweets, so I don't feel like fully comfortable speaking to a microphone about yeah. them. But I've just heard that they are equal, if if not worse, than Max's previous tweets. And like, just Google it, because I don't want to like get into it. But like, I think that there is a part of the production that had to like, you know, go to Audrino's studio and like reopen all the finished the finished episodes and sort of reimagine them with as little Max and Brett as possible. Right. That's a good point. And they've definitely like downgraded his importance to the restaurants. Yes. Because yeah. That's a good I didn't think about that. But that's a good point. Cause like he's clearly just Lisa's trainer. And that's Yeah. It. Well, I think that those are the things you can't edit him out of. You know what I mean? Like when he's next yeah. to Lisa during the parade, like we can't like shoot around that. You know? Yeah, it's yeah, like, totally. There he is. With stackable extra seating, sofa beds, extendable tables, and multi-purpose poofs, Particle's selection of stylish furniture has exactly what you need to upgrade your home. Particle offers direct-to-consumer furniture that combines the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. Their design team focuses on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, and durable construction. Each piece reflects Article's modern aesthetic of mid-century Scandinavian industrial and bohemian designs. You'll save up to 30% over traditional retail prices, and shipping is fast and affordable across the USA and Canada. Plus, Article offers options for in-room delivery and assembly assistance. You get 30 days to make up your mind with simple return and exchanges. I have a few Article items, including this amazing cabinet that I use to store my shoes and my linens, as well as a great lamp and like a side table next to my couch. They honestly make my apartment look way chicer, and I really recommend them. Article is offering our listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash bachelor and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash bachelor to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Also, some more new people stuff. Danica, let's talk about her. Loved, loved her pride outfit. It was yes, like the, me too. the skimpiest pink bikini underneath like a hot green fishnet, fishnet. bodysuit. It was a thong. Like if she was in the locker room of a strip club, the girls would be like, oh, okay. Good outfit. Yeah. You look good tonight, They're girl. like, go for it. But she, again, like she, as she told us, she just graduated college 20 minutes ago. But I want to talk about that for a second. Okay. Which leads to the, to the her, she's clearly young. Because she literally yes. said in an interview, I just graduated college 20 minutes ago, yet they're making me the manager of this restaurant, which tells you a lot, a yes. lot, which a it lot. tells you not just about the restaurant, but of the show. Like, I feel like there is an entire infrastructure that actually runs these restaurants that do not appear on the television show. But yeah, the idea. Like we, occasionally we see the partners that actually do a lot of the work. Lisa's yes. Partners. But there's like a whole like there's like Peter's not really running the show. There's like a whole staff. There's a whole managerial staff. Like when they have their offsite, like senior management meeting, there's 12 people there and two of them are on the show. But to that point, Lisa was like, listen, Peter's going to be on the on the float. You're going to have to run the show during Pride. And she says, I literally graduated college 20 minutes ago. <laughs> and they're putting me in control of the busiest restaurant in the second biggest city during the busiest day, which is insane. But then I was thinking to myself, you can tell she's graduated college 20 minutes ago because that's a hard outfit to pull off. Yes, yeah, really hard. I mean, that's a hard outfit to pull off. And she Danica, did it. Do, it. do it while you can. We support you. Good for you. you, Danica. Yes, I support you. The window uh, is small on that one, so yeah, you got to go yes. for it. I considered pausing it considering certain angles. I didn't. You, oh ju- judge God. me. Judge me not for what I think about doing, but for what I do. And I did not. Oh, 
<laughs> I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad, yeah. glad to hear it. Yeah. You know, there's a lot, if you go back on her Instagram, there's a lot of her with the other new old Brett, which is the, her boyfriend who, um, Gave oh, her the cash. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So that that's real, at least. I I suspect that's how she ended up on the show. Her boyfriend probably already worked there, and so she, they were like more important. New people, more important. You her. probably know more than me because you've been to the Instagram. But the first <laughs> thing she said when she was like, "I graduated 20 minutes ago," I'm like, "What college did she go to?" I'm gonna write down my answer. And no one's looking at me, but I'm just gonna just so you trust me. I I don't know, but I have a feeling we're gonna have the same guess. I, let's say no. It we're on not th- gonna have, we're not gonna have the same guess. We're not at all. Okay, ready? Let's say it on three. One. Two, three, Arizona, Iowa, State. <laughs> Iowa. No I way. I think she's got like some Midwestern vibes, like Big Ten vibes. Like she goes to football games and stuff. Like I don't know. I, she's got she's no an accent. Arizona State girl to me. She's like she's got no accent. I know, but that's like perfect yeah. Arizona. It's Arizonan. hard. To, it's hard to maintain that body in the Midwest too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Arizona State. Like, uh, what about like a like a San Diego State Aztec? You know what I mean? Like, I could see it's like definitely like a warm region. Yeah, she's a she's a warm weather girl. It's where she learned how to wear all those outfits, you know. I do I do have to say this though is that I do find both Danica and Dana and Charlie kind of attractive, and a lot of that is just because they're new. You know what I mean? I think Dana's really attractive. I think she's her and Ar- her and Ariana are like in a different class of like normal looking, very pretty people on the show. I mean, again, like this happens all the time to me. Is like there's like two levels of attraction. There's like I look at you for the first time, like you literally are like a picture in a magazine. Yeah. I I feel like Ariana definitely checks that box. With Dana, it's more like once I understand your personality a little bit better, you get more attractive to me. You see what I'm saying? I'm sure this happens for females too. This can't be like gender specific. You know what I mean? So it's like, so I think that like, like knowing what I know about Ariana, like she's literally like been in my life for nine years. So it's like, it's like I'm over her attractiveness, but like Dana's new. So it's like, um, yeah, she's like like the exchange student that comes to school. This is why people cheat. Yes. Basically, because you see someone new and you're like, oh, interesting. Okay. I'm in, I'm interested in you. I kind of like the new people. I also, I find that like the forcing of some of this stuff to be getting annoying. So I would rather just, I would just rather they find a new group of crazy people and keep Sheena, who's also crazy. And that's why like Sheena and Danica and Dana are like the, are the more interesting part of the show or more yeah. entertaining, I guess. But I, I think they were relying on Max and Brett for a lot more and they just didn't go through their old Twitter. Yeah. Have you ever gone through your old Twitter? I'm too lazy. Of course. I'm I'm too lazy. I don't think I've I've never done it. I don't think there's anything out there. Like, because remember, I started, was it 2007? So I'm like 29. Like, I'm kind of past the like doing stupid stuff. You were 29, 2007? Uh, Yeah. Since I met you, like, you were like, I don't know, 33, I guess. Um, I feel feel like that's when your life started. Like I, I know a lot about your life before that, (laughs) but it's hard for me to think about like what you were out doing out in the world before we met, you know, know (laughs) like that's year zero for us. (laughs) Yeah. It's like Jesus. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. There's this two, there's two distinct eras of time before Juliet and after Juliet. Yeah, there was the guy who talked to my favorite podcaster about Jersey Shore and Basketball Wives, and then there yep. was my buddy Jacoby, you know? You know I, think so. I've, I think I've built my entire career, the entire Jacoby empire, has been built on, like, one good BS Report appearance about Jersey Shore, honestly. You guys were really early to it, but so was yeah. I. I had already yeah. seen it, and I was like, yes, they're talking about it. And it, like, <laughs> it was in it was in December of 2009, because that's when the show started. I, I vividly remember it. I didn't know you guys yet. 11 years later, and I'm doing the same thing. That's gross, but you're on TV every day, man. Jaylen you're living the Vanderpump dream. ESPN two at two. Jalen and Jacoby, check yeah. it out. Listen to the podcast. Subscribe. Exactly. That's how you. That's how you promote podcasts, right? You go on other podcasts and talk about them. Subscribe yeah, to Jalen and Jacoby. Don't have to listen to subscribe. You get the numbers. Anyway. Just subscribe. Yeah. yeah exactly. Doesn't even matter. Just click on it and subscribe. It doesn't even take any data into your phone. There's like no downside. So just search Jalen and Jacoby. Push subscribe. 
and then screenshot it and tweet it to me and I'll respond and say, thanks, man. A, cu- a couple final notes before we go here. Um, I just want to say I'm still, I know it to be true, but I'm still blown away when I'm confronted with the fact of how much Tom Sandoval loves to dress up. I don't think I've ever, I, I'm a person of passions. I don't love anything as much as he loves to dress up. He's so good at it though. You know what? Yeah. Like, I, I've, the arc of respect I have for Tom Sandoval, it's going up. He's trending up. When he's like, I'm laser focused, I'm detail oriented. And I used to like laugh at that. But now I'm like, someone had to get those suits fitted. Someone had to imagine of the the chest plates with the be- the rainbow beads. Someone in the world put the the graphic on the back and somebody tells me that, that was him. Yeah, I agree. Great stuff. It's he's a he's really good at dressing up. Those suits were fire. I did have one concern though. Okay. White? Dirty? No, no, not at all. Sandoval. Put the helmet down, dude. Yeah. Who are, who are you, Miles Garrett? Put the helmet down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Leave it with the motorcycle. You're, you, you need two hands in order to, to effectively pour, to stand on the bar, to get up to the bar, you need two hands, to pour liquor bottles into, you know, girls from, from you know, Arizona's mouths while they're sitting there. Like, you need two hands. You carrying the helmet around was not helping your look whatsoever. I think when you're pouring out of one of those bottles, it's like a mixed thing. It's not as hardcore as it seems. Oh, no. Oh, not at all. Oh, yeah, totally. It's not like they were just ripping shots of Grey Goose or whatever. Yeah, it's uh, it's soda lime vodka. Soda lime vodka. The DJ is otherwise known as the White Kanye. You should definitely, uh, when I open a bar, I'm going to name a drink the White Kanye. If you're like, what's it? It's like, it's a vodka soda. It's just called the White Kanye. So good. Oh, my God. The White Kanye. Yeah. Um, and remember, he tried to get Lisa to drink some. I was like, yeah. dude, you, you, I know you're excited and it's like it's like a high energy environment, but that's that's Lisa Vanderpump with a camera in her face. She ain't doing that. Yeah. I totally agree. She um, ain't doing that. Next time on? Next time on. Yeah. What's, what's happening next time on? Oh, it's the pastor. The pastor. Kate. Yes. I'm excited. Honestly, I, I'm more interested in the behind the scenes of the wedding than anything else that we're going to see this season. So I, I can't wait. But you don't know anything about the wedding, right? Like you just completely stayed blind. You have no idea of any yeah, details. No, of no idea. Wedding. It's, it's <laughs> not like I think right? I actually went to it and I'm confused about what's real and what's not as it relates to Instagram. <laughs> nope, not true so or did, anything. Did you know about Pastor Gate already? Because I think course. I read something about it. Yes. I read something about it. It came across my desk, quote unquote desk, my feed while I'm pooping. And uh, I do I do think that um, this was brought up and was controversial. And I totally get it. But like, I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, they I, ended up with Lance. Question. They ended up with Lance Bass um, marrying them, so that's how oh. they knew about it. He doesn't. Pastor doesn't get the call up. He gets. Demoted. Oh, he does. Yes. Because here, what's going to be my question is like, how much of acceptance is accepting people's unacceptance? <laughs> like, is is part of acceptance accepting intolerance? Essentially, that's it's an interesting question, and I'm gonna be like, no. Uh, right? No, definitely not. It's but not what, Lance Bass is going to get you more clicks, so I might as well go with that. It's not what it's not what Lisa stands for at all. But I'm excited to see it play out. I don't think that Britney's family loved that call. You know what I mean? Like you know that guy that that you've been going to church with every Sunday since you were like born. Yeah, we're replacing him from an Insync or Backstreet Boys. I don't know. You know Insync? 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 Okay. Come on, we're man. chasing him with someone from Insync. That's what we're doing. God, um, I'm old, I'm looking dude. I'm older than you. I know, I know. It's it's fine. I also like boy bands are my passion. Oh, one of my passions. It really. I just before we go, I really say it really bothered me they didn't remove the makeup. It just really bothered me. It's just like sleeping and being in like it's hot and humid in Miami. Like waking disgusting. up with that caked on your face, like ah, absolutely disgusting. 
Uh, just take it off before bed. Jacobs, are you going to watch Survivor this season? Have you heard no, of it? No, no. I think, I think you should consider it. It's um, war, it's war of the Winners. War or something. The, winners, yeah. of, winners at War. It's I saw tw- Boston Rob was in there, and Boston Rob looked like he gained a couple. He did, but Jacoby, he was dominant last night. It was it was awesome. I would recommend it. Uh, was it episode one? Yes, it was two hours. Send a group yeah. text to me and Joey, because okay. in order for me to watch, Joey has to watch. Okay. And like my, I was obsessed with Yul Kwan in 2006. My brother and I and our friend Kurt were obsessed. Shut, shut, Shout out to Joey. Shout out to Kurt. <laughs> um, obsessed with him. I was so happy to see him back. And it was good. I recommend it. Get back into it. Okay, a text forthcoming. Thank you all for listening. And of course, thank you to today's sponsors. Don't forget to check out Article. And thank you to State Farm and Bud Light Seltzer. Bye.